This is Danny Davis, the Austin American Statesman, and this is your Longhorn Confidential for Friday, October 23rd. On this date in UT history, Texas forced Rice to punt 15 times. Texas has yet to see more punts from an opponent than it did during that 58 to nothing win in 1943. 77 years later, here's what you need to know. After two weeks of incessant chatter about the odds of Texas and Tom Herman's job security, Texas fans can finally talk about a football game this weekend. UT will attempt to snap a two-game losing streak on Saturday afternoon when it hosts Baylor. Texas has won four of its last five games against the Bears, but that loss was recorded last season. The Bears are led by senior quarterback Charlie Brewer, who is set to make his 33rd career start and become the second-leading passer in Baylor's history on Saturday. Brewer has family ties to Texas. Both his grandfather and father were Longhorn quarterbacks. Brewer also shares a friendly rivalry with Sam Ellinger, a fellow senior and fellow quarterback who is the second-leading passer in Texas's history. Brewer attended Lake Travis High in Austin. Ellinger, of course, is a graduate of Westlake High, which is Lake Travis's biggest rival. Both quarterbacks belong to the 2017 recruiting cycle, but they have really only competed against each other twice. Sam Ellinger was injured for some of the matchups in high school and college, and Charlie Brewer didn't become Lake Travis's starting quarterback until the 2015 season, while Sam had been quarterback in Westlake since he was a sophomore in 2014. During their junior years of high school, Lake Travis beat Westlake by a score of 35-14. Baylor was a 24-10 victor last year. This week, Sam Allinger was asked about his thoughts on Charlie Brewer. Yeah, I have a ton of respect for Charlie. Um, actually, I live with Cade Brewer. We talked to him on the phone few days ago uh so so we're constantly keeping in contact um what he's an incredible competitor incredible quarterback obviously has had a tremendous amount of success in his career and um competing against him has been it's been awesome because of the competition that he always brings and then also the friendship that we have off the field Uh, i think that he's a really really good dude and also a great football player on top of that If you are looking for more insight for the upcoming matchup between Texas and Baylor, check out the On Second Thought podcast on hook'em.com. This week, David Smoke of Sikkim 365 Radio stopped by to chat with Kirk and Cedric about a Baylor defense that lost nine starters this offseason. I, 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 we, but we, you know, they beat up Kansas. You know, early on, Kansas had a couple of plays that hit him. Puka Williams hit him with a play. And they really played well against West Virginia. They forced a bunch of turnovers in that game. The offense was just awful. Offensive line was bad. Charlie Brewer was not playing well. They just couldn't do anything until it was like frenetic at the end and they started moving the football. And then Brewer made the decision and he threw the pick. I still think this is just who they are now. I think this is a Baylor football team. And I know they're going to go up against a very explosive offense at UT with Ellinger. But I think this is who they are. They're going to – this is kind of – that's why Aranda might have been also the good fit with Mac Rhodes' hire because this they're going to play stingy, hair on fire, run to the football defense. Doesn't mean they won't give up some points and yards to certain people, but, you know, Ron Roberts and Aranda, they know each other, so that, that was a good fit. You guys know Fedora, what he's doing on offense, which they got to get better quickly. Uh, they, they have had a lot of defensive linemen who have missed games. Well, I say games, they've played two. But they've had problems with COVID. They have guys who are in their fourth and fifth years who are grown men, and I think that it, they are ready to step up, and they have been so far. But who are they? I don't think we're going to know for another two or three weeks.
In other Texas news, UT's 3-3 soccer team will head to number 12 Oklahoma State on Friday. On Thursday, Texas trailed only Baylor in the Big 12's preseason poll for the 2020-2021 women's basketball season. And on Thursday, Texas remained unbeaten in volleyball with a sweep of a Texas Tech team that it will also host on Friday night. After the match, Texas coach Jared Elliott commented on how his team has responded to some of the on-court adversity that it has recently faced. Yeah, what I like about it is, what, is that they're talking about that a lot, um, you know, more so than other teams that we've had. They're, they're very aware about their consistency and trying to play well over long periods of time and, um, you know, wanting to really improve in that. And, you know, it's, this game is pretty fickle. Once you, once you have a team that sometimes gets a lead of seven or eight points, it's very easy to kind of put it on cruise control and just think you're going to roll the rest of the way. And so, um, you know, you could see at the end of game one, we call the timeout, I think, late in the game and, and get a quick five-point run. We did that at the end of game uh, three against Kansas. So it's just really getting them dialed in and making sure they're talking between points, keeping those times busy. But um, I like what they're talking about. I like what they're doing. And um, I like that we went five with Kansas State because it, they enjoyed it too to be pushed and, and see that. Time for trivia. Texas and Baylor's football teams have played over 100 times before. What is the lowest scoring matchup between the Longhorns and the Bears? On Wednesday, we asked when the Texas football team was first spotted in burnt orange. The answer is 1928. According to Texas, the switch to burnt orange was made because the team's bright orange jerseys kept fading after repeated washings. The look caught on, but a dice shortage a decade later forced Texas to return to its bright orange roots. Burnt orange didn't make a comeback until 1962. This has been the Longhorn Confidential for Friday, October 23rd. Check out hook'em.com throughout the weekend as we get you ready for the Texas Baylor game and then break down what happened between the Longhorns and the Bears. Enjoy your weekend. We will see you again on Monday.